0: Hello and welcome back
1: to the Eras of Christ with myself, Pastor Megan. And I'm Pastor Paige. It's so good to be with you as we enter into the Reputation era. Yes, yes. So excited. This one has been really fun and a little bit different than some of the others, yeah. I think, right? Yeah, very different. Um. So, of course, this album is different for today. Yes, yes, very different. This is the... Cuyahoga
0: County Library yes. copy of Reputation because neither one of us owned, owned it. Yeah. the record and we're anxiously awaiting the release or the announcement of the re-release. Right, yeah. We're hoping today or tomorrow. We'll see. We're seeing. She's starting the Ares tour again up. The mm-hmm. International Leg is officially starting tonight. Yes, in so, Argentina. So, yes, Bionis Ares.
1: Yeah, so it's uh, this album comes from uh, her villain era. Yes. Right? Yeah. So the color is black. If you're watching, you'll see that we're both in our um, lovely black. black. Yes. And the years are 2017 to 2018. Mm -hmm. This is a revenge album. Yeah. Yeah. That's really fun. It is. And
0: as I've been thinking about it, it's almost like it's her revenge album towards the media okay yeah and it's not so much her revenge album towards ex-boyfriends mm-hmm. friendships we got a little bit of that in 1989 right. with the bad blood and stuff like that but her liner notes in reputation talk about how the media is just going to paint a picture of whatever they want right they're gonna take her liner notes and put it up to guys that she was next to mm-hmm. or friends or whatever and try and
1: figure out what each song right is about. The interesting thing in her little prologue or uh, forward, I think she calls it in this one, um, is she talks about we're not the whole people that we present, right? So the story the media is telling about her isn't her whole story. Mm -hmm. The stories we tell on social media about ourselves aren't the whole story. Exactly. Right. Um, And that we tend to be two sides of a coin. Yeah. Right. So she makes this point about how lucky she's been to do this work, to love this work, to Mm -hmm. have fans like us and uh, who love her. And the other side of that is that public life piece. Right. Yeah, yeah. And that seems to have influenced the way she assembled the album. Yeah. Yeah. And I love one of the notes in her liner
0: notes um, has sort of also become a mantra for the Swifties. She starts off her the end of the note with, we think we know someone, but the truth is that we only know the version of them. They have chosen to show Mm -hmm. us. There will be no further explanation. There will only be reputation. Mm. And that has been sort of the mantra of all the Swifties that are trying to figure out when we're going to get the announcement for TV. And they're like, well, there'll be no explanation. There will just be reputation.
1: It will be interesting to see. I think there's, you know, she just became a billionaire. There's a business decision here. Yeah. But that's not what we're here to talk about. No, no, not at all. We could probably deep dive on that. Maybe when we get that announcement, we might do that deep dive on that. So this album though, she did in kind of two pieces, right? Yeah, yeah. She talks about it being a split album with two sides. Mm -hmm. One was songs about vengeance and drama, and the other about finding love and friendship and this is a quote from an article that we have linked in our show notes on mm-hmm. Pastorswifties.com. Uh, she's looking for something sacred throughout the battle cries. Yes. And that yeah. idea of sacred within the midst of difficult is a mm-hmm. theme of the album and of Jesus' life and yeah. story yes. as we get to that. But this album comes after she took
0: a break. Yes. She disappeared from media. All of her social medias went black. They mm-hmm. went dark, um, and so it was a big deal when all of a sudden they started. She started posting, right. snakes <clears throat> and other things to go along with right reputation and. But yeah. while
1: she was on her hiatus, she did what so many of us have done when we yes, take a break. Yes, she binge watched a show. Yes, that neither one of us have ever seen. Right, she yes. binge watched Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. and. In that, that inspired her to go further with Mm -hmm. the hints and the Easter eggs and the storytelling and the foreshadowing. She actually says, I aspire to be one one millionth of the kind of hint droppers that the makers of Game of Thrones have been. Yes. And she clearly is having fun with it.
0: Oh, yes. And she clearly does not need to hope because she is a huge hint dropper. I mean, she... Figured out, and I think it was with this album that she sort of joked, I wonder how far in advance I can plan things. Mm-hmm. How far in advance can I start just dropping some plot points, some Easter eggs, some this is what's coming. Right. And we get some of that in some of the songs that mm-hmm. we're like, ooh, could that have been a hint to a future era that's coming? Right. Um, But also with, you know, throwbacks to previous eras mm-hmm. in one of her music videos where, she's sort of fighting the previous tailors.
1: Okay. Which she does on the, in the Eras tour. So yes. You know. Yes. Yeah. Look what you made me do. Right. We'll be
0: talking about that one shortly. Yeah.
1: So this album, um, was sort of the newest one for me. Okay. And I didn't really start listening to Reputation until about six months ago. Okay. So it was one that I was working. It was busy. I was too cool i don't know whatever it was i also had two churches it was insane right yeah i was just turning out i was in our ordination process it was nuts i didn't have Mm -hmm. time for music and especially fun music yeah um but my boyfriend's daughter genevieve loves this album Uh uh-huh so when we were getting ready to try to see the show in pittsburgh we failed yeah sort of we didn't fail yeah no um we had an alternate concert experience yes and uh, but she loves this one, so I started to listen to it okay. as a way to like share it with her, uh-huh. and really have enjoyed it. Yeah. And but there's one track and one line that stood out to me from that very first listen. Yes. And that is New Year's Day. Yes. Which I know you love. I do. We'll come back. I do. Yes. Uh, but in the chorus, she has a line where she says, "I want your midnight." But I'll be cleaning up bottles with you on New Year's Day. Mm. And I mentioned this last week that for me, healthy, good love and relationships aren't about the gifts or the flowers or Valentine's yeah. Day or or even New Year's Eve parties, the kiss, the mm-hmm. champagne. Yeah. But it's about cleaning up the next day. Yes, yeah, it's, it's the, the everyday. Yeah, the yeah. life together piece. So that was my first listen. Um Quote my first listened verse. So, yeah. tell me a little bit about you've listened to this album a little bit longer than I did. Yeah,
0: different experience. With yeah, it. Um, I listened to this when this first came out. Mm-hmm. Um, this it's interesting. The three albums that are my seminary experience are 1989, Reputation, and then Lover. Okay, Ooh. three very different albums. Mm-hmm. Three very different moods, which fit really well with seminary. <laughs> ironically enough, um, but Reputation to me was sort of the album where I listened to it in secret. Ooh, Um, okay. I listened to it when I was by myself. It wasn't when I had friends in the car, it wasn't the album that we would listen to All right. Um, because as many of you probably remember that there was a lot of drama going around when Taylor released this and right beforehand due to the Kanye stuff, the Kim and Kanye stuff. Or relationships that people said were over too quickly, or maybe just for publicity, right. and you know, she was in the midst of other things going on in her personal life, and it just felt like people were taking the other side, mm. the other side for Taylor, and sort of making fun or saying, "I can't believe anyone would be a swifty right. Comments, mm. and it's one of those like, even you know, in my mid thirties at that time, I was like, oh, I don't want to admit that I like her music right? because you you I didn't want to be lumped into you know ugh, those people although I am so happy to be a Swifty like, right don't get me wrong and I love it and I was actually having a conversation with my best friend Christine talking about we were out driving she's like you like Taylor again? And I'm like, yeah, I've always loved Taylor. And she's like, I stopped listening to Taylor because you stopped listening to Taylor. I'm so glad we could listen to her again. It was like, it was that thing where it's like, you know, you have all of that sort of, you're influenced Mm -hmm. by the people you're around.
1: And it's like, I can't love it. Every time you've talked about this, as we've been prepping for this episode, I keep thinking there's actually a quote from Taylor where she said, the worst kind of person is someone who shames someone for something they love. Uh And every time I've heard you talk about this, Uh I'm like, oh. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I think I've shared that quote several times on my own Instagram page just because I'm like, yes. But I think this is the first time and I won't be surprised if it happens again later Mm -hmm. on that Paige and I picked a same song for our first listen. Um, One of mine is also New Year's Day, and it's lines 15 and 16, and it squeezed my hand three times in the back of the taxi Mm. cab. And I just love that line, the story behind it, um, the story that other people have put with it. um, I linked to um, the Jimmy Fallon episode when she was a surprise guest right after his mom passed away. Okay. And he shares, either in that episode or later on, that his mom used to squeeze his and his sister's hands three times to say they loved him. Aww. And um, it made me think of grandma and how she would squeeze our hand whenever we were sitting next to her, wherever we were. I love and that. so it was just such a fun, good memory. And I, spoiler alert, I have some more New Year's Day later on when we talk about the
1: re-listen. Which uh, that's a first, too, to yeah, come back to the same Yes, time.
0: yeah. But that squeezed my hands three times in the back of the taxi cab is grandma
1: i love it yeah
0: yeah yeah so we have some stories
1: yeah but i
0: think we have an overall theme of sort of what this album yeah. is
1: for jesus right so when we started to plan out this um series i guess yeah right uh i said to megan i want to do something about jesus and the eras but i'm not going to give you a lot i want mm-hmm. you to think about it but here's the one thing i'll give you reputation and overturning tables in the temple. Yes. And as I listened to the album this mm-hmm. week, I just kept thinking, oh, this has all of the Holy Week vibes. It so does. if yeah. you're more of a Swifty than a jesus um, Holy Week <laughs> is the week before Easter. Mm-hmm. And it is when Jesus comes into Jerusalem on Palm Sunday. We told that story last week. Yep. He comes in and for a week, he's interacting with all kinds of people. And in the end of it, he is arrested and executed mm-hmm. and then spends, you know, three nights dead and buried yeah. before easter and yeah. um there is something about jesus in that week yeah. where we see a different side of him uh-huh i don't know if it's the urgency yeah. or the surroundings yes the last
0: lessons he's trying to get to his disciples mm-hmm. and those that are following him those you need to know
1: this because you don't realize how little time you still have with right me. right so on that monday of holy mm-hmm. week jesus comes into the temple and discovers that there's a whole lot going on there that he doesn't like yeah rightfully and, so right so he comes into the temple court which the temple is built in these um almost concentric circles yeah ish uh where there's a small area the holy of holies only the high priest is allowed there. It's considered like God's recliner. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's another space where all of the priests are allowed, and then mm-hmm. seating for different classes of people. Yeah. And, but at the outermost court is the court of Gentiles. Yes. There's no limits to who can be in that space. Mm-hmm. However, that space is no longer a place where people of all kinds can seek relationship with God mm-hmm. because it has become a place where um there's a whole lot of activity yeah and um a lot of people think that jesus was mad because it became kind of a marketplace yes and i think that's too narrow right yeah yeah it wasn't that people were selling things it was they were selling things in the wrong way right right and for the wrong reasons and for the wrong reasons Mm -hmm. so people had to make a sacrifice if they did something bad right Mm -hmm is that was sort of how that it all worked. It's how people understood God in those mm-hmm. days. And so sacri- different levels of sin required mm-hmm. different sacrifices. Yeah. So you've got people selling the animals you need to sacrifice for certain things mm-hmm. and they're turning a profit. And yeah. and so they're essentially profiting off of people's sin. Mm-hmm. Like, Oh yeah. They'll like yeah. it. No. Um, but it doesn't end there. No, it does not. Um, you're not allowed to spend Roman money, yes, in the temple,
0: yes, because let's do shady stuff, but let's not do shady stuff with Caesar's
1: money, right? Exactly. So before you can even get to a place to buy the animal mm-hmm. for your sacrifice, you have to change the money. Yeah, you have, and there again, people are turning a profit. Mm-hmm. Um, and profiting off of people's sin and pain, right? Yeah. To come to the temple having done something that you shouldn't have done and need to like confess that, like, mm-hmm. oh, and now you have to do, oh. Yeah, yeah. For Jesus, people were putting barriers mm-hmm. in the way of God's forgiveness as they understood it in mm-hmm. those days and in building a relationship with God. Yeah. And I'm not sure anything makes Jesus more angry. No,
0: no, at least not in this time.
1: Right, yeah. yeah. He um Comes in then, and he begins to throw all of these people and animals out. Now, Mm -hmm. this story occurs in all four gospels. Yep, Um, Matthew, Mark, and Luke all place it in Holy Week. Yep, it's the first day of Holy Week. John has zero cares about timeline. Nope, he just (laughs) wants you to know who Jesus is as a person. Right. So it's a and this
0: is a huge indication of who Jesus is and what he's going to do. Right. Yeah. This is the ministries he's going to do. Is to clean up
1: Mm -hmm. all of the things that are going wrong. Right. And to break down barriers. Exactly. To, you know, relationship with God. Make God God more approachable and more able to reach. Right. So that we can know that God is, you know, a loving God. Yes. And not a a God who demands us to turn over money and buy animals and and all of that. Yeah. Uh, So in uh, John, there's this comment about Jesus has a whip. And I want Mm -hmm. to be very clear. Yes. He likely used this as a tool for moving animals, right? Yes. Like, so mm-hmm. it says that he uses the whip and it's, very, it's actually really clear in John, if you read carefully, yeah. that he's using the whip on the animals to get these large animals yeah. out of the temple court. Yeah. yeah. Um, so as I think about this album and that moment, mm-hmm. there's, it's just sort of a vibe. Yes, Right. a
0: vibe. Such a vibe.
1: Right? And the song, I Did Something Bad. Uh-huh makes me think about Jesus in this moment, yes. especially the um, I did something bad and I liked it, I think is how yeah. the line goes. Uh, because I think that while he knew he wasn't his best self in that moment, mm-hmm. he would do it again. Yeah. No question. He'd be flipping a lot of tables right now. Right? Ooh. ooh. Yeah. Uh, so for me, that is the, that is where this story goes. Mm-hmm. That is just the way that holy week is a part of the whole album that story yeah. fits in reputation more than anything yes, else yes um but you had some other thoughts about the people yeah surrounding jesus what we
0: find in holy week is there's a lot of jesus rightfully and obviously so but i think also we look at holy week and see the people that are around him mm-hmm. and the people that are influenced or affected by what is happening, mm-hmm. and we get some more glimpses at some disciples that we have been introduced to throughout the gospels, right? And we're reintroduced, given more information about my favorite disciple. No shame, it's Peter. All right, all right. I love Peter, I love who he is, who we know him as, mm-hmm. as the writers have told us about. Um, but Peter has such an interesting story, he's first called, you know drop your nets, and I'll teach you how to fish for people. Mm-hmm. No questions asked. I think that's probably one of the few times Peter didn't ask questions. Right. He just went. But he's often the one that's asking why. Right. Asking how, asking when, asking what do you mean? I don't <laughs> understand what we're doing. Why are we doing it this way? He's sort of the, let me just keep asking questions and show that people it's okay to ask questions. Right. Um, and he's also the one that when Jesus asks a question, he's the first one to answer.
1: Oh, yeah!
0: And um, so Jesus, they're walking from one city to the next, because that's what they did is they just walked so many walkings, so many walkings. Um, and Jesus goes, so who do they say I am? Meaning the people that have been around mm-hmm. and they're like, well, maybe Elijah or one of the other prophets or someone else or the resurrection of John the Baptist mm-hmm. or whoever. And Jesus is like, oh, okay. But who do you say I am? You, my closest people. Yes. And without missing a beat, without, you know, a pause in the gospel lesson, Peter goes, you're the Messiah. Mm. And there's no hesitation. And I love preaching that story because it's like he has all these questions except for this moment. Right. Where he's like, I know who you are. Like, I don't understand everything you're doing, but I know who you are. Right and then not much later jesus goes great i'm gonna die not in those words but like he says you know i have to you know become the sacrifice become the savior and peter goes you can't die no we still need you right He's indignant about it and almost as good as jesus flipping tables jesus looks at peter and goes get behind me satan and I'm just like, what? But it's this moment of you did something so good. Mm-hmm. You recognized who I am, but you can't hold on to me. Right. You have to let me go so I can continue to do my work. Right. And in that moment, it's just like, oh, we are all that person. We are all that. Yes, I know exactly, but I don't want to let you go. Right. I don't want to let go of this. hmm and then we get to Holy week and they're all sitting around the table having mm-hmm. dinner. And Jesus has said, you know, this is my bread, the body of, you know, all that sort of stuff. Do this as much as you remember me. And he goes, well, one of you is going to betray me tonight. And one of you is going to deny me three times and all of them go like, Oh no, no, not me. Not me. They know. whispers
1: around the table,
0: but the loudest voice is Peter going, it's not going to be me, sir. And all of a sudden, Jesus goes, by the time the cock crows for the third time, you will. Right. And Peter goes, nope, won't no. happen. Mm-hmm. And so as the story goes, Jesus goes to Garden of Gethsemane. He gets taken. Peter sits outside where he's being tried around a fire. And the servant people are there and they're like, well, weren't you with him? Right. With who? I don't know who you're talking about. That's one time. Then they say, are you sure we've seen you with him teaching and everything? I don't know that man. Mm-hmm. And then they ask one more time, are you sure? I, You look like that man that's been with, with the Jewish man. Have never seen him before. Don't know who you're talking about. Nope, not me. Uh-huh. Not me, you must have me mistaken for my twin brother. No and then he hears a rooster crow and he breaks down yeah because he realized he did exactly what jesus Mm. said he was going to do and then we get the wonderful like end cap to that story of where he gets to be forgiven by jesus right and that i think we'll probably touch in on a later episode Mm -hmm. but it's just a beautiful ending to and he gets his redemption right yeah but for me for peter i saw him so much through this album of the This is why we can't have nice things (laughs) of the, you did something great, but then you royally messed up. You did something great, but you ruined it by asking one of your Mm -hmm. weird questions. Right, But then also call it what you want, Mm
1: -hmm. because
0: he knew who Jesus was. Right. So he's able to call him Messiah. He's able to call him Savior, to call him Lord. So those are the two songs that I would think would go with Peter, Mm -hmm. but also go really well with holy week. Right. And with yeah. Jesus saying, Who do you say I am? Well, call me what you want. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well if you uh, had someone else that was maybe singing that this is what
1: why we can't have nice things. Yeah. So I mean, this again was sort of an early thought around uh, mm-hmm. our preparation. Yes. Is um for me, this is why we can't have nice things, is the other disciple Jesus calls out at that meal. Uh-huh. Uh, Judas who betrays jesus right Mm -hmm. and there's a two-part thing to this for me yeah because judas betrays jesus because jesus kind of calls him out in front of everybody so uh there's a story where a woman comes to jesus and begins to anoint him Uh with oil and this oil is like really really good expensive oil yes and judas is Mm -hmm. the treasurer he -hmm. keeps the purse And so he sees this woman using this expensive oil and Judas goes, we could feed so many people Uh who are hungry with that money. How dare she waste that? And Jesus says, the poor will always be with us, but I won't always, but I won't always be. And Judas is, I look rightfully incensed at this. Right. So he goes from there. He's hurt. Mm -hmm. And, um, so for him, it's Jesus this is why we can't have nice things because you're just going to uh-huh. waste them, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but then he goes to betray Jesus. Yeah. And for 30 pieces of silver. Mm-hmm. And Jesus then, for me, also sings this to Judas. Yes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it does break down at the mm-hmm. end of the song. It does. Right? Yeah. You know, yeah. there's this great moment in the music where uh, in the song... She's where... doing
0: all of her toasts to the different people. Toast to my real friends, mm-hmm. to my mama, to my baby, and a toast to you, because, because forgiveness is a nice thing to do. And there's a pause, and then she cackles.
1: Uh-huh. It says, I can't even say it with, with a straight, straight face. face. Yes. Now, this breaks down because Jesus does forgive Judas. Yes. It's clear to me mm-hmm. um, through for a couple of reasons. One, because Jesus, Judas betrays Jesus before the dinner. He's already yes. done the act. Yep. But Judas is included in that meal, in the mm-hmm. meal that we remember in communion. He yeah. is not left out. John yeah. does have him leave before the meal. Oh. John doesn't care about timelines. Yeah. And yeah. But the other disciples are all clear that mm-hmm. Judas is at that table taking mm-hmm. the bread, taking the wine, Yeah. learning this power of Jesus. Yeah. Um, and he's not left
0: out. Yeah. And I think there's even that forgiveness at the very end when Judas brings the soldiers and Jesus goes, do what you have to.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: Because Jesus knows how the story ends. Mm-hmm. He knows how it's planned out, that it's the, you are a part of this. Right. Even if right now you're a very unwilling part. Mm-hmm. Because I think, I feel almost like as we read the different versions of that story in the Gospels, you get more of Judas. And right. And there's definitely sort of that like, do I really want to do this? Right. To- is this friend worth 30 pieces of silver Mm -hmm. and later on after judas has betrayed him and shown him where jesus is he tries to give the money back saying right i did something wrong yeah i I don't want to do this anymore they're like we don't want your money because right we've already gotten what we needed right and now this money has got blood on it right yeah you know so there's some really fascinating things around judas Mm -hmm. more and i I think
1: we might get some more of Judas later on. He is a really interesting character. I mean, very complex. Right. And that's the whole gift of the era is the story of Jesus is that this complexity is a part of the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, Holy week also speaks to, um, for me, another song, which is uh, look what you made me do. Mm -hmm. I love this song. It's so fun. It's, um, It's this sense of, I know my parts of this, Mm -hmm. but I didn't do the whole thing, Yep. right? So as I'm listening to it this week, all I can think is, oh my goodness, this is Pilate. Mm. Now, Pilate was the governor of that region uh, during those days, Mm -hmm. and he um, had hoped to meet Jesus, it tells us in one of the Gospels. He said oh, I was looking, oh, oh, cool. Like, I was looking yeah, forward to meeting yeah. this man. Maybe I'm not c- under these circumstances, but great. Right? I have some questions. But Jesus is arrested, right? Mm-hmm. He is arrested by the the Jewish leadership. Mm-hmm. And the the Sanhedrin is what this body is called. Mm-hmm. And he is arrested by them, who, for me, there's a moment, a line in gorgeous. that yeah. now when I think of the Sanhedrin, I will think of this line, which is, you should think about... The consequence of your magnetic field being a little too strong, Mm -hmm. right? The Sanhedrin is like, well, we're arresting you because you attracted too much attention. Yes, yes. Um, But they see Jesus as a big problem, Mm -hmm. not a put him in jail away from us problem. No. They see him as a problem that needs to be
0: Taken care of.
1: Taken care of in the, you know, euphemistic sense, right? Yes, yes. But the Sanhedrin has no rights to execute someone. Yeah. appropriately appropriately which is
0: very good
1: (laughs) yeah so but they still want Jesus gone they know Mm -hmm. that he's also a threat to the Roman government so they send him on to Pilate who is a government leader yes um and Pilate is pressured into executing jesus and i don't say that to take the blame off the roman government and the systems that killed jesus right yes because jesus was killed by systems more than people
0: yes
1: and he um and this is really important right now as Uh we're dealing with conflicts um, in the middle east to be clear that it wasn't the jews of jerusalem that killed jesus it was the systems of the sanhedrin and the roman government that were really most complicit yes um, but Pilate is very clear at one point uh-huh. in Matthew in particular, where he says, I wash my hands of this. Yeah. Y'all did this. Yes.
0: Because his wife had a dream mm-hmm. and she went and warned Pilate saying, don't, don't right. kill him. Don't be any part of this. Right. Because something bad is going to happen to us. Right. If this happens. And I don't think it's ever really clarified what that bad thing is, mm. but just that you're going to really regret this. Right. And so he does. He's up there saying who do you want want to execute? There's another man up there and it's no we want Jesus. Mm-hmm. And he goes, "Fine. I wash my hands
1: of this." Right. And the people have been riled up, right? Yeah. Like um they've been they've also been a little needled into yeah. this, right? And so this idea of look what you made me do mm-hmm. is this this sense of there's many people who are complicit in what's happening here, Mm -hmm. um, who played a role in this, in this moment. Yeah. Yeah. Now look what you made me do is, um, also where one of my new re-listen lines came from. Yes. Yes. So, uh, in the story of Jesus, he's killed and then spends a day in the tomb, and then he is raised. And I love that this particular song Uh has this line a couple of times, another chorus line, that uh, Taylor says, Honey, I rose up from the dead. I do it all the time. Yes. And how I love that line Mm -hmm. uh, because that's exactly, for me, the story of faith. Exactly. Yes, Jesus rose up from the dead, Mm -hmm. and we're empowered to – remake ourselves to yeah. rise up from the things that yes. have been bad or negative or where we've um been hurt or hurt others. Mm-hmm. That those yes. aren't the end of or the whole story. Yeah. There's more to it. There's more chapters, more eras right yeah that we get to be a part of. Yeah. This is this idea of resurrection that yeah. is in reputation yes. um is sort of a theme that certainly has Christian Roots and roots in the Jesus story. But yeah. there's um, another place where she makes a pretty explicit reference to God.
0: Yeah, yeah. And um, she has some from Don't Blame Me, but I think the reference that I love most is right after when she disappeared. Okay. And um, if you've seen the Reputation Tour, Stadium Tour on Netflix, you know this moment. Um, she wrote a poem that is just. It's called Disappeared.
1: Mm. And
0: there's a line in it that as soon as I heard it, as Paige and I were rewatching it this week, that she just says, set a prayer of gratitude for each chink in the armor she never knew she needed.
1: Mm.
0: And it's maybe in her way of saying, all of these things are making me stronger. Mm -hmm. They're adding to the armor that I need to wear now. Right. So that way you don't see how hurt I am. But you, I never knew I needed each mm-hmm. one of those things. And I think we can say that for ourselves is, you know, the things that have made us who we are right. help to make our armor stronger, right? help to show our scars in different ways, maybe ways that we will be able to help other people. And, you know, I think we also get that in the don't blame me mm-hmm. is um, the fall from grace mm-hmm. is one of the lines, but the one that's. Is just so good is oh Lord save me. Mm-hmm. And it's this moment where it's she just goes, Oh Lord, save me. Mm-hmm. And she sings it much better and does it beautifully. But it's sort of like the I need you. Right. I need you to help me in this. Mm-hmm. Be here with me, walk alongside me. And the part where she says it several times throughout right. the yep. song. Yep but there's this time right at the end where sort of everything cuts out. The band amps up, the s- background singers and some of the band start singing and the crowd will usually yell, take us to church. Mm-hmm. And it's when she comes in with the, oh Lord, save me. And she just- It's a good belting moment. It's a moment. good belting moment for her, but also this sort of like a permission for all of us to mm-hmm. yell and to sort of be like, Lord, we need you right now, right? We need you in this moment. We need you in our life. We need you in everything that Mm -hmm. we do. And so, yeah, that's, I think one of our other big God moments Mm -hmm. of this album is, you know, that Lord save me. Mm -hmm. You know, we talk about her, how her prayers have changed right throughout. And this is a very different prayer.
1: Right. And this is such a A prayer that becomes a gift for all of us. Yes. Yeah. Um, We've both experienced loss. We've both been with people who've experienced loss. One of the things that I remind people of is that we can be, we can cry out to God, Mm -hmm. right? Yes. We can even yell at God. I know. Yeah. Right. God wants it. Right. God can take it. And God wants to hold it for us. And mm-hmm. we know that because of Jesus, right? Yes. Yeah. And so this call out to God in the midst of a difficult thing mm-hmm. is really powerful. And yeah. I love seeing that shift in her. So there's this yes. gratitude in the poem, which we've seen some gratitude from her, but this uh-huh. is a gratitude for something bad. Yeah. The gratitude
0: right? for the all the things the media has pushed on me. Right. That they've put me in these boxes. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Because now I can break out of them.
1: And I can write these stories and these songs. Uh-huh. And this is a thing. You, you said this earlier that, you know, we can say this about our own stories. I uh-huh. think that bears repeating, right? Yeah. We get this idea that we go through things and there's mm-hmm. a reason. Yeah. And I understand the instinct for that. I, mm-hmm. I have said that in my own story. You know, there's... Things that I've been through that feel like there seems to have been a reason for it. Mm -hmm. And the other side of that, though, is we can't put that on anyone else. Yeah. Right. I can't sit here and tell you, oh, there's a reason for whatever. Yeah. Without you getting hurt Uh by me,
0: being angry at me. There might not be an episode next week.
1: Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And it's important that we let people find those exactly on their own. Yes. Yes. But we walk alongside them just like
0: Jesus. Right. Yes. Which is the most important part is Mm -hmm. the walking alongside someone as they're discovering those things, as they're understanding those things, as they're seeing how
1: those things are going to affect them. Right. Well, and Jesus, we know had people who walked alongside him. Yeah. And so there's one other song that I want to touch on. And yes. That's delicate. Yes. This is a great song. And when mm-hmm. I listened to it, I was kept thinking like, where does this fit within the larger yeah. narrative? And, yeah. and it occurred to me, there's a moment when Jesus is on the cross mm-hmm. and, um, most of the men are gone. They don't mm-hmm. show up. The women are there mourning. Mm-hmm. Um, One of the disciples, John, Mm -hmm. is present in John's own telling of the story. Yeah. Um, But Jesus sees John and sees his mother Mm -hmm. and realizes his mother has lost her husband. She's Mm -hmm. now losing her son. Women by themselves, not great sitch. Yeah. uh, In those days. And so he asks John to take care of his mother. Yeah. And there's something there that indelicate, this idea that... I like you, mm-hmm. and maybe it's too soon. Yeah, that I got this feeling of that—not, um, not love, like, yeah. right? That's really what she's singing about. But, but Jesus saying, "I trust you, John, uh-huh. to be with my mother, mom. I trust yes. you, yeah, to care for my friend." Mm-hmm. Um, that I don't know. It just made me think. Yeah, of the,
0: this is for the best. My reputation's never been worse. Yeah. You know? You're still here. You're still here though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's definitely those moments in delicate. And it's a such a beautiful song. It's actually track five. Okay. Of this album, which mm. fits. Mm-hmm. You know, so we always sort of talk about what our track five is. And I think the track five for this whole whole album for Jesus is Holy Week. It is. Because there's too much in there. And I think when you break down Delicate, there is a lot in that song. Right.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It sort of is the theme. Right of the album like she's delicate because she's been through a lot
1: but she's also delicate because she's starting this new love right well and right because love especially at the beginning is delicate right yeah. and and is it too soon for me to tell you how i feel and yeah and i know that it's a sensitive thing and all of that because mm-hmm. it as you said that you know her being delicate i thought i was thinking i have a sweatshirt that says um i'm not fragile like a flower i'm oh. fragile like a bomb yeah. And um, and, you know, like, yes, it's delicate mm-hmm. and it's powerful. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that. Now, this album really offers us an, a different perspective into Taylor, a different yeah. she's playing with new genres. She's singing um songs that have this huge variety. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as we listen to it, I think two that made it harder to pick yes. our verses
0: yeah yeah it's why i have three right. for the re because i couldn't choose i couldn't because at one point i had both of my verses of new year's day on the re-listen mm-hmm. but then i realized nope when i first listened to it, it was just squeeze my hand three times but as you listen to these songs and i think you know even when we go back after this project and listen to these albums again we're going to hear lines differently right. or we're going to find things in them more. And the line from New Year's Day that stuck out to me during my re-listen is hold on to the memories. They will hold on to you. They will hold on to you and I will hold on mm. to you. To me, that's the memories of all the people that we've lost, that I've lost or relationships that have changed. Mm. But I'm still holding on to those memories. And because of that, they still get to hold on to me. Right. They still get to be a part of my life. I and love that. They still get to live on. Mm -hmm. It's one of my favorite things is to share memories of my family um, that I no longer have with me. So yeah, those lines and definitely when I hear them now, I'm just like, oh, okay, Taylor, (laughs) Taylor. But then one of my most favorite songs on this album is Dress. Oh, That's such a good one. I love this song, but the lines I love the most are lines 57 through 58 and line 60. And it's even in my worst times you could see the best of me
1: flashback
0: to my mistakes even in my worst lies you saw the truth in me and i think that can be said for like friendships relationships whatever that you hope you have those people that see the best of you regardless of what the noise is around you you know
1: that line has big peter energy right like
0: (laughs) you know Yes, it's definitely very Peter as well, which it, makes sense since he's my favorite it disciple. Is. So you had one more. I do, because there's something about this bridge that's just so good. And I've posted the link to this moment. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Jack and Taylor in the studio. They're working on Getaway Car. Okay. All right. And if you're a Swifty, you know this moment already. <laughs> and Jack's just saying, you know... I took the money and the bag. I took the money, like just repeating it over. And all of a sudden, you just start hearing Taylor get excited in the background. And she's just all of a sudden goes, I took the money in the bag and I took the keys. And that's the last time you ever saw me. And she just got so excited. And Jack has done an interview recently with Willie Geist. And he said, she never turned her phone on to record Mm -hmm. like a video right when we were in the studio. I don't know why she did then, but I am so glad because we have that moment because that bridge came that quickly. That's awesome. And it's a great bridge. One of my most favorite bridges comes next album. (laughs) Um, so yeah, those are my three getaway cars. Just sort of like the fun, like throwaway
1: one, but I love it.
0: Yes. But you had another one for, you have actually two for the re listen, right? Yeah.
1: So we shared earlier, like yeah. what you made me do. Uh, and that was initially, that was it. I was like, yeah. it's that one. And uh-huh. then uh, over the weekend, we went and saw play, uh-huh. um, my boyfriend and his daughter and I. And I had a, a drink in my hand and I accidentally uh-huh. spilled it and yeah. almost spilled it second time. Um, and uh, I looked at, him and went there's a line in a Taylor Swift song that's like I'm the mess but I'm the mess you wanted uh-huh and uh Genevieve is sitting there and she racks her brain. she goes oh that's from Dancing With Our Hands Tied <laughs> on Reputation I was like oh that's it that's yes. it and yeah. so that is I mean as yeah. we've been sitting here I was listening uh-huh. to you telling your story and I dribbled like <laughs> tea on myself friends yeah. I am a mess but, but she's the mess we want. Uh, right. Yeah. And so for me, that's just sort of a, there's there's fun in that. Yes, yes. And this whole, you know, album and, and the Holy Week vibes, it really is a different mood for her. Yes, it is. And New Year's Day is not like it anything else either. No,
0: it's just her and the piano. Mm-hmm. There might be a little bit of acoustic guitar, but it's just her. Right. And it sort of gives us maybe some fun folklore evermore vibes right. of what's gonna come no wonder i like that song so much <laughs> but it's it's a very interesting end to the album right so it's gonna be very interesting to see what the vault tracks are right with this because i mean this album has ready for it end game, don't blame me but then it has that delicate mm-hmm. and dress and so it goes, call it what you want, and then New Year's Day. Right. So it'll be very interesting to see what the vaults with yeah. this and what maybe stories we can find for Jesus later on. Yeah. I'm that'll be a bonus episode right? at some point.
1: And you know, the new New Year's Day ends up almost being a transition, right? Yes. Because yeah. there's a certain energy to reputation that's unlike any of the albums she's done mm-hmm. before. And for me, New Year's Day ends up being like in her whole discography uh-huh. this moment of okay we did this yeah and now we're going to go to lover yeah and we're going to yeah. go from the black yes to the pastels yes the yes the baby blue and pink yes and, yes and all of that that is lover so that's yes. next week yes yes but before
0: that we have our questions for you you know our Sunday questions that we post. So make sure you tell us what you think our your reputation Jesus story is. Mm-hmm. What story are you excited we finally touched? Right. Um, what is your Track 5 Jesus story? Do you agree with our Holy Week assessment? Mm-hmm. Or is there another story you really are like, no, that That's, one is it? Yeah. Um, and then what is your reputation
1: verse? What is the lines that stick out to you? And the ones that you come back to that, yes. that yes. help. Um, you understand how you're feeling, or whatever yeah, it is yeah. for that. So, next week we're on to Lover. Yes. And this and- is her first
0: album that she's owned. And so, we'll get very excited about that and explain more about that next
1: yeah, week. Yeah. So, uh, we are so glad that you are joining us today. And that you keep tuning in. Yes. It's been so fun to share these stories and these albums with you. Yes, So want to remind you, you can leave us a review. That helps other people find us. Mm-hmm. You can find us wherever you get podcasts. Yes. And
0: also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and our website, pastorswifties.com. So
1: thank you again for joining us. And before we head off, Megan, you got a PS for us? Yes. Here is your Pastor Swifties PS. Let us pray. God,
0: despite our reputations, you love us fully as we are. Help us to see the end game of you and your son. Remind us that life can be delicate, but gorgeous as well. And that you will always be riding in the getaway car with us. Help us to be ready for all that life has in store. And in your son's most holy and precious name, God, we pray.
1: Amen. Amen. Friends, there will be no explanation. There is just reputation. Have a great week. See you next week. Thank mm-hmm. you.